This time on Scammer Stories, we're going to call this victim Aubrey. She agreed to talk to us if we didn't use her name. I'm so ashamed. My family don't know. Aubrey is a former flight attendant, a job where you meet a lot of people, including celebrities. She thought she was falling in love with Dwayne Johnson, also known as The Rock, a semi-retired professional wrestler and now actor in major movies like The Fast and the Furious and Jumanji. It's the worst experience I've ever had in my life. Aubrey was in deep, financially and emotionally. I wanted to kill myself. I tried. My name is April, and I watched my own mother get sucked into a romance scam, and I never thought that could happen to her. Her scammer used a picture of an everyday-looking guy. I still don't know who the real man in the picture is and don't care. What's important now is sharing stories from survivors to educate others. On this episode... We hear how a victim was able to be taken advantage of by who she thought was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He promised her a life full of love and companionship. Her story begins after her marriage started to have some problems. We were going through our separation, and I was weak, and I had just entered into Facebook. So I got a text from Dwayne Johnson, but I, I used to be a flight attendant, and I had met him years ago. So when he sent me the message saying that he recognized my picture, I thought, hmm, okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't used to, I didn't know social media. So anyway, I fell for it, and um, he took me for a lot of money. And how long ago was that again? It started in 2016 and ended in the summer of 2018. And how did he grab you? He started um, with, he was... In trouble, needed money. His accounts were frozen because he was dealing in cocaine. I got all the conversations, all the texts, everything. I kept everything I had. He involved Joyce Myers, Therese Gibson, and so I had all three of them. I had to pay for private flights that never came six times. You know how emotional that is. It was, it was awful. So people who haven't been through this yet, describe how awful that is because it is awful. Uh, I wanted to kill myself. I tried. God wasn't ready for me. Thank you for that. But um, it's the worst experience I've ever had in my life. But he totally had me wrapped and believed in everything he said. I had no reason to doubt. I was so embarrassed. But, I mean, he told me what to wear every day. We would have our morning coffee together, you know, over the computer, of course. But, I mean, we, you know what I'm saying? We had meals together. We planned things. He took pictures of homes and sent them to me. And you know, things about it was he would say things to me before it came out on social media. And get this, I sent him a message on the one that's main page on Twitter, and he answered me back. And when you say he would say things before he'd post on social media, describe yes, he that. Would. Like her being pregnant and stuff like that. I mean, I knew that before it came out. It's well-documented all over social media now that Dwayne The Rock Johnson welcomed a baby girl to the world in April of 2018. Just this week, The Rock landed in some hot water after posting a picture of his daughter diving into a swimming pool without a swimsuit on. He eventually removed it after so many comments. But back up, when he had the baby, he had an excuse for Aubrey. So you think he just got lucky and guessed? I don't know. I don't know. 
But um, he told me he got Lauren pregnant because she drugged him. That they were getting ready to go to the awards, and he was getting ready, and she put something in his drink, and that's how it happened. I mean, he had me so wrapped. Uh, the doctor said I had Stockholm Syndrome. It was like a form of Stockholm Syndrome. Okay, and describe what that is. That's brainwashing. Mm-hmm. He completely brainwashed me. I'm so ashamed. My family don't know. So how did it end? Finally, I started figuring things out. And um, I educated myself in scamming. And I knew that's what he was doing, so I kept putting off sending money. And he kept asking and asking. I kept finding excuses and excuses, trying to find a way to hopefully catch him. But, you know, that's impossible. I was smart enough to save everything, every conversation, every picture, everything. He uh, didn't want me on Instagram. He told me to watch out for fake. It was awful. I mean, I've never had experience like this in my life. I never have. But, I mean, he'd say stuff like um, he was in Las Vegas and talk about who he was getting ready to see. And then I'd look on TV and they'd, they'd be there. I mean, they'd be talking to him. I mean, there was just too much to add it up. And so what did you say to him when you realized what was happening? I just kept telling him that I was suspicious and he would just come clean with me and tell me something. And he blocked me. That's how I ended up. He blocked me. After this is when things got even worse for Aubrey. A man calling himself a journalist and comedy writer did a piece on her and basically called her a scammer or someone looking for publicity, even though her name wasn't used. The story sent Aubrey in a sharp downward spiral. You know Ralph Jones? He did, the, was it short list or something on Twitter from the UK? You know, he's supposed to help with the scammers and stuff. Well, he made a mockery out of me and really caused me almost to have a breakdown. He doubted my story and thought that I was fake and just trying to get a story. Made fun of the way I talked, said that we didn't speak proper English. It was the most embarrassing thing I've ever gone through. I ended up in the emergency room from that. It's, just, it's been, I'm trying not to cry. I'm so thankful that you agreed to talk to me. Well, I still can't get the nerve to talk to my family about it or anybody. It's really hard. I just never knew people could be this heartless. And they're killing us. We're killing ourselves because of what they're doing. And it's pretty messy. Why can't they be blamed? That's, that's not right. What country do you think your scammer was from? Don't you think Nigeria? I think so. I think so. But um, I went bankrupt because of mine. I lost everything I had. I lost my home and everything. You aren't the first person I've spoken to who said that, actually. I think it's pretty mm-hmm. common. Mine was over 200000 Way over 200000 How are you living now? Thank God for my husband. <laughs> you know, even though we were legally separated, he took me back, forgave me. And um, I'm ashamed of myself, you know, for all of it. And um, I'm just trying to make it one day at a time. I can't even look at him on TV. I can't even see his movies. Um, when he tweets on Twitter, it just, drives me crazy. When he posts on Instagram, I go crazy with the post. Sometimes I'm screaming at the post. So many scammers were using The Rock that he posted a clip on his official Instagram account. Here's a short clip from his post. Not the kind of Sunday inventory I enjoy taking with you guys, but one, however, that is very critical that I share. Uh, to everyone around the world, certainly on Facebook, social media, there has been a ton of fake imposters setting up fake Facebook accounts in my name, asking you guys for money, uh, and in return, promising fresh cash and cars. These guys are real 
pieces of shit. Uh, there has been an extraordinary amount of people actually engaging with these people and sending them money. Do not send them money. Look, maybe because you guys think I'm a nice guy and I like to give stuff away, I do. But look, I would never, ever ask you guys for money just to give you guys free stuff. I'm the guy who was evicted at 15, as you guys know. By 23, I had seven bucks in my pocket. I value a hard-earned dollar, and I would never ask you guys for money. Okay, look, I've got enough people trying to steal shit from me as it is. I would never try to take from you guys. So be vigilant, be smart, question it, report it. I got the feds working on it now, and don't buy into these fake, fake Facebook accounts. Somebody needs to do a movie about it and bring awareness and show people that they don't have to be ashamed. And then show these people out there that want to call us stupid and ignorant and all that, we're not. Because that's what we deal with every day is the shame of what we did and what people don't think. Well, you said you went to see a counselor. That's good. Yes, I did. And um, it's helped me a lot. But, um, you know, the brainwashing was the worst. And, um, but I go once a month, and uh, sometimes I have to go more. There are days I can't get out of bed. <laughs> um, it's, it's, I take moment by moment right now. And it's been since 2016 of November up until the middle of summer 2018. And look at me today. All I can say is what didn't kill me made me stronger. Now everyone that tries to contact me, I find out the scammer immediately. I know the language. I know everything they're doing now. I know what they're going to ask next. And so... I just take it what it's worth, and I get my revenge. And then I block them and try to report them. So what are the uh, words they use? They use dear, uh, queen. Instead of saying, I'm going somewhere, they say, am going. Have you eaten? They always want to know if you've eaten. I had one that hit me on Instagram that asked me what my favorite movie that he was in. And I told him, he says, I don't think I was in that movie. If they're not smart to know what movie he played in, they shouldn't even be trying it. I remember my mother saying that she was so flattered because he wanted to know everything about her. Oh, yeah, everything. Every detail there was. Everything. But I was smart. Never give an account number. Never give any of my information. Never send any new photos. But they asked for them. They want them. And the thing they're going to do with them is blackmail you with them and try to get more money out of you. But, yes, he made me feel like I was the center of his life. And nothing else existed. Send me flowers that I had paid for, I'm sure, many times. And was it hard for you to find a therapist who could help you? Oh, yeah. They're not educated in it enough. I don't know why. I had to find somebody that really understood it before I could know that I was okay. And how did you and do I said, that? It's like three. So what would you do? Call and say, hey, this is what happened? No, I would have to go in. And then they'd start looking at you like you were crazy. You know, they give you that look. And uh, you could see them sitting there like they were judging you. And that was the worst thing they could have ever done. Because that's the one thing that we don't want to happen. Because I'm not stupid. You know, we've been to the White House for dinners, to balls, inaugural balls at the White House. I'm not stupid. I'm very intelligent. My husband's a colonel in the military. I've got friends in the Pentagon. I've been in war rooms all over the world. But they're good. They are excellent at what they can say and they did you. They make you believe you cannot live another day or minute without them. So what's the one place that was a breakthrough for you? Kathy. You'll hear Aubrey talk about Kathy and Brian. You can hear their story on episode five.
Kathy has set up a Facebook page and petitions to stop scammers. She was the first person I told. And how'd you find her, and what was it she said to you that got through? I was trying to educate myself, you know, by going through websites, and I saw Brian, you know, his post about what happened to him. And I knew that she was intelligent with it, you know, about what she knew, because I thought, you know, if I can help bring awareness to this and do something, you know, she'd be the person to tell me. And I talked to her, and she made me feel better about my life. She made me know there was a purpose, and I just love her to death. But she was the first person came out to. I'm sorry, April. Now, Aubrey is starting to hear from other victims, and their stories are heartbreaking. Oh, April, this girl that has, she was mentally, mentally challenged, came to me and asked me for help because I had posted something about a scammer. And uh, she said, how do I, how, what do I do? How do I report him? And I knew that by her texting and talking to her that, you know, she didn't understand. She had given him her bank account, sent new pictures. He was blackmailing her. He posted her pictures on Facebook. And she got into drugs, and now she's in jail. Well, what advice do you have for, say, someone who was in my situation, maybe a family member who feels like their loved one is talking to someone like this? What's something we could say that would help them? Talk about scamming, number one. Don't, don't accuse them of it. Let them, let them tell you because they will if you show them that you are interested and not thinking they're stupid. After I've learned all this, now when I have one in contact me, sometimes I'll go and I'll do Google Translate. I'll put something in English and have it come up in their language. I'll copy and paste it. If they respond back, you know. They um, all go hung, hungry and homeless to go educate, educate themselves. And then they can't get a job when they get out of school. Now, I'd eat and not be homeless before I'd pay to go to school and not have a job after my education. That's how these people think. The mentality is awful. But if you tell them you got $10 and they want half of it, a normal person's going to say, oh, no, you keep your money. And then they think if they come clean with you and tell you their sob story, you're going to fall for that. Uh Uh-uh. No more. (laughs) You hungry? You don't have food? Get a job. Go cut grass. (laughs) I'm heartless now. (laughs) I'm sorry. I had never thought anything ugly about anybody until I was scammed. He caused all kinds of anger and bitterness to come out of me. And so now when they text me, I just turn into a different person. I hear you. I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been the scam victim, but I have been angry. And the bad thing is that they have a Facebook page or whatever where they're selling IDs of these fake people that they're using, photos of military men that are real, that have been killed in action or whatever, and they're selling to other people to use for scamming. Now, that should be against the law, and they should be put in jail. And that's awful, and that's sick. Did you ever try and contact police or the FBI? or They didn't take me serious, and that's not right. And that's when I reached out to Kathy. Did you email them or talk to them on the phone? How did you reach out? I did, I did that, but I called, and then they returned my call. Never. It's like nobody cares. It's like nobody cares. Oh, I had one I was texting, and... He actually thought that I was from Nigeria and thought I was a scammer. 
And he, he confessed to me, tell me how his business worked and everything. No way. <laughs> he was talking to 40 people at one time. I can't talk to two. He told you he was talking to 40 different potential victims at once. Yes, yes. Had on his had on the screen. This is after you realized what had oh, happened yeah, to you. After, oh, yeah, this was after I found out what was going on on my end, of course, with my scammer. But I educated myself and... You know, got to where when these people contacted me, I knew they were fake, and, you know, I started playing with them. Like you see them in hotel rooms or in one room with all the laptops, and they're all sitting around shirtless, and they're on the computer. Well, there's like 10 or 15 people that they're talking to at one time. And you may not be talking to one person. You may be talking to three different people, and I know that because the mood swings and it changes. It was like you carry on a conversation he gets up and goes to the bathroom, comes back as a totally different person, night and day different. You're talking to a different scammer. I actually had scammers turn on each other, telling me that this one's dangerous. I had to go to William, you know, scamming scammers, for him to talk to me and get me through that and show me what's going on. And he did. Yeah, he's the first person I found. I figured when I went yeah. online that I would find better information. And like today, I had the picture of the actual scammer that confessed. The guy he had started using with, using, you know, the account, the one he confessed with, but he sent his original picture, I mean, his pictures of himself after he confessed. And um, then he texted me the other day with a new account. He didn't ask me anything about myself. He started telling me stuff about myself. But he misspelled the same words that the other guy did. And the other guy had already told me, he says, what, you got FBI checking me? Well, Holy glowy, the thing he said with me was, your FBI friend with you? Well, I knew immediately who it was. I had never said to anybody, nobody else ever said to me. God had a purpose for me, and that's why I'm here. And so my purpose now, to me, is to take down every scammer that I can and bring awareness of this and educate people that we're not stupid and help the people that have been scammed know that it's okay to talk about it. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. And that's why I'm telling you my story. And I know eventually I'll get enough nerve to talk to my parents and everybody else. But um, it's just taking me a little time. Aubrey tells me she feels like if there was more awareness of love scams, her family might be more sympathetic to her ordeal and she might feel better about coming clean. I can say from a family member's perspective, they're going to go through a wide range of emotions too. At first, I was in denial. Then I got angry, and now I've accepted what happened to my mother, and I'm trying to mend our relationship. I just called her for the first time last week. The love scams are hard on the entire family and can split families apart for different family members having different views and different ways to handle the situation. This isn't just a crime that affects one person. It affects the whole family. Now, if you know of someone, or maybe yourself, who's been scammed and would like to share their story, you can email me at scammerstoriespodcast at gmail.com or send me a message on Facebook at Scammer Stories. Until next time, Scammer Warriors. <laughs>